to the scriptures, amen. I'm going to ask you to turn your Bibles to 2 Corinthians chapter 10. 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 3 through 6. We're going to read. Thank you, Lord. I want to talk about tonight, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Amen. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Amen. Amen. Sometimes we, we're in diverse types of temptation, trials, tests, and different things. And a lot of times we look in the natural. We look at everything in the natural. But really, it's really most times it's attack of the devil, attack spirits and demons and attacking us. And we won't, sometimes we won't know what's going on until we really spend some time in prayer. And God will let us know we're in a spiritual battle. Amen. A spiritual battle comes against us. And sometimes before we know it, before we know it, and before we recognize, it takes us a while. We be thinking, the Bible said we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. We think it's a person or a thing or something coming against us. It's the enemy, the devil, comes in many attacks. The Bible said many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord shall deliver us out of them all. So we're just talking about we're going to read it's in verse three, chapter ten, verse three. We'll start there. It says, Though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Kind of just what I was just saying just a few minutes ago. We walk in the flesh. In other words, we walk in the carnal, we see one another and everything, but we're actually fighting spirits. Amen. And spiritual wickedness in high places. Amen. And the time that we live in, amen, the spiritual wickedness have gotten greater. Amen. This prince of the air, demons and devils that you can't see, always warn against God's people. They, they have fogged the atmosphere more greater than ever. It's going to get worse too. Amen. It said, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Amen. Amen. To war means a conflict, fightings, struggles, battles. We think we battle against one another. The Bible said we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. It's not this person. It's not that person. It's spirits, demons, spiritual wickedness in high places. Demons that come and sit in your ear and tell you things about other people and other things. And there's not even no truth in it. Most times there's no truth in it. Being attacked in your mind and, and everything. And a lot of times, amen, he takes us for a long draw. Takes us way down a road. Almost have never returned if God don't intervene and undertake. Because the battlefield is here in your mind. Amen. You can't fight the battles in your mind without the Lord. That's why I say, though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Your battles are not in the natural. They're, they're, you're fighting demons, spirits. devil don't want us to know that. That's what we fight. You'll never know that until you pray through. I ain't talking about get up and say little bitty prayers. I'm talking about pray through and get breakthroughs and God will reveal to you, you are an attack. You are in the spiritual warfare and you need to, sometimes he might say you need to turn on your plate or you need to seek me more. Amen. Sometimes we running here, running there. You don't know what kind of spirits you picking up. Amen. Because you don't do what they do. You don't know what atmosphere you didn't care walked into to bring stuff back on yourself. Amen. And so it says though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. It said, for the weapons of our warfare 
are not carnal, but mighty. It's letting you know you, you what you gonna what you gonna need to fight with. It's, gonna, it's not gonna be carnal. The weapons of warfare. In other words, let's say if somebody was in a real war, a natural war, they would have guns, knives, and people want, they have conflict, they fighting, they have guns, knives, they fight with. They can see that. But God said the weapon of your warfare is not carnal. You can't use those things to fight demons and spirits. Amen. It takes a spirit to fight a spirit. Amen. And it says, though we walk in the flesh, you do not war. We do not war after the flesh. Amen. And it says the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Amen. Warfare is conflict. When you're in conflict, struggle, fighting, somebody said, well, I'm not fighting nobody. No, you're not physically fighting nobody, but you got warfare, struggle going on all the time in your mind. And sometimes you might have it actually verbally with people. But most of the battlefield is in the mind. Amen. And the devil will wear you and me out if you don't find out what's going on. He'll drag, drag you for a long road. Till he drag you almost out of the will of God. You don't know if you're coming or going. Demons. Devils. Warfare. People don't feel like, I don't know why I have to go to church so much. I don't need to go to church. I don't have to go to church. Honey, you need the Lord. It don't take all that. You need, people say, it don't take all that. You need that and a whole lot more. I mean, if you got people that's trying to pray and trying to see God, and they get up against it. What will people that's not praying at all not going to church? What do you think they're dealing with? Amen? Spirits. Spiritual witness in high places. Sometimes you can just tell in a situation that something that's not right. If you know, if you if you're not used to a feeling a certain type of way, and you keep being fought here and that and other, you after so long, something out of clicking your spirit says something that's not right with this picture. I don't know about you, but that's the way I do it. I go to the Lord and say, Lord, this is don't seem normal. I don't know what it is, and if I know the Lord, let you know, let me know you've been you up against attack. And he'll show you what to do. You cannot be on your phone text. You cannot be running here and there and get no breakthroughs from God. You're going to stay in that mess. Because demons is all around probably where you're going. And what, and what you're affiliating with. You better pull off to God so you can know what's going on. Amen. Because the, the, the devil is trying to drive people crazy. He would drive your mind crazy pretty much. You just, some, you know, we might not be diagnosed. We might not have diagnosed like people that it, they have lost their mind. But you're just going through just as much as somebody then that's on meds. Got to gotta ask God, can't, can't keep letting that warfare. That's a warfare. You are in struggle, a warfare. It's this going on here, that going on there. You don't know if you're coming or going. You're confused about this. You don't know what something that's going on. You need to ask God to get a, get a hold of my mind. To pull down them strongholds. You'd be surprised. It's a lot of churches. There's a lot of ministries and stuff. They don't know nothing about pulling down those strongholds. You got so many people sitting up in church. Bound. Probably should be on meds. If they're not on meds. They, the mind's gone and everything else. It takes the Holy Ghost. You're going to have to have it like the Bible say. To, to walk in deliverance. Amen. I'm, I'm, I'm afraid to not to, to be under the spirit of presence of God. 
You hear what I say? I said, I am afraid. I'm tired. You didn't hear me say I'm afraid to be not be in church. You didn't hear me say that. You said uh, you heard me say, I'm afraid not to be under the presence of God. Because things have gotten worse and worse. And they're not the same. And they're not going back the same. I was talking to somebody today. This man I came out, having to come out to give me an estimate on some estimate of something, and uh, was talking about estimate. I said, "You, what you think about this? Us, we wearing these masks. You think how you think about that?" He said, "I think." He said, "I think it's never going to change." He said, "I." I he said, I, "I. I think that things are never things. That I, we have. We have went to another uh, change. We're not going to go back to to normal. I guess you have everything has changed." I said, "Well, you're right. Things have changed. They're not getting better like people think. They're getting better." If anybody get ready to have a party, they you just need to tell them there ain't no party's gonna be unless they're gonna party in hell. Things getting they're gonna get turned and keep turning and turning. We wish they wouldn't, but yeah, because the Lord knows people gonna keep sinning. People gonna keep half the people that's going to church, they're supposed to be going to church, half of them probably backslidden in their heart because they if they can't go to church, they going to church hitting and missing, doing what they want to do, coming up with their own doctrines and all this kind of mess. God gonna put a stop to this. I said he gonna put a stop to it. He gonna cut this. He said I'm gonna cut. Uh, I'm gonna wrap this thing up and I'm gonna cut it short in righteousness. And he said if I don't shorten the days, won't no flesh be saved. People losing their convictions. They they serving God the way they want to serve God. I haven't seen so many people serve God the way they want to serve God. Go to church when they want to go to church. You know, and they still saying they're saved and holy and don't even have a. I'm thinking like my goodness, if if it if I'm trying to do everything I think to do trying to stay close to God how do people that don't do none of that how they think they're going to be making it the Bible said if the, if the righteous scarcely make it where will shall the ungodly dwell there's no room you're not going to be able to survive and you know people I'm, I'm going to wait till things get better I'm going to get it together it's not promising that you're going to get it together then amen. amen you got to seek the Lord while he may be found call on him while he near and I tell the saints, get in your word. If you're not in your word, you're dragging in your word, you don't get in the word, get in your word so you can know what's going on. Amen. So you won't be deceived. This is deception hour. Get in your word for yourself. Yes, you hear the pastor preaching and everything, but get in the word for yourself. Yeah, get in the word for yourself and you listen you listen at the pastor, but you follow the pastor in the word. Get in the word yourself. Don't let other people tell you, give you interpretation to what the words say. Seek God for yourself. Because they can tell you anything. Amen. Amen. It's time to seek the Lord while he may. So in case you can't get a hold of your brother and sister or the pastor, something happened your way, you, you will hear from God. He'll tell you what to do. Amen. Get a hold. Get, get in your word. And with all you're getting, get understanding. Don't read the word that straight through. Don't understand. It's God, help me to understand what I read. And not only help me to understand, help me to do whatever it's saying. Amen. Keep your focus on the Lord. Don't 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 slip up on a banana peel and so to speak. Keep it so intently, so very important for you to stay focused. Don't be looking at what they're doing over here, what they're doing over here. Keep your focus on the Lord. Save yourself from this untoward generation. Amen. Amen. That's what God wants his ministers to be telling people. Don't be telling them, look at me, look at this. Save yourself from this untoward generation because at the end of the day, nobody can stand before God for you. If you have age and have accountability, you're going to have to give an answer for yourself. That's right. Amen. And it said, though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. We're not fighting flesh and blood. 
The Lord will let you seize things. You're not fighting against your brother and sister or of somebody that's coming against you. You're not fighting against them. You're fighting against spirits. And God will show you what to do. Sometimes he might say, you back away, go over this way, don't go that way. He'll tell you the detour. He'll tell you something because he'll let you know that's the devil. Amen. I say he will tell you something. He'll let you know that's the devil. Don't waste your energy and time arguing and being in conflict with people. Don't waste energy being in conflict with people. You'll lose your salvation about like that. Amen. Somebody give God a praise. It say, for though we walk in the flesh. I tell the Lord all the time. I say, I don't, I don't know. I said, it must, come, must be coming along with my age. I say, anymore. Not that I'm not concerned about people. I just don't have time to spend energy on things that don't matter. Amen. I say, because if I do that, it takes my energy away from things I'm supposed to be doing. Amen. For though we walk in the flesh, do not war. We do not war after the flesh. The weapon of our warfare are not carnal. God said the weapons that you're going to use, they're not knives, sticks, brooms. Right. Those are not the weapons that's going to help you. It said the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but God said, but they're mighty. And when you say they're mighty, they mean they're powerful. They're great. Through God. And if you see that, it says through God. If you go through God to use your weapons, you're a bad person in the spirit. Amen. amen. All them darts, God will cause them to bounce off of you. Spend some time in prayer. Turn down your plate and seek the Lord. God will show you how to get around situations. He'll show you to let go stuff. God is dropping stuff, loads off of people. He'll drop loads off of you. Sometimes you around people you don't even need to be around. You don't know that's bad for you. God will let things happen where it gets, don't, they won't get right. It conflict and just move you out from that. And you'll feel so much better in your soul. Somebody give God a praise. God set you free. You be free indeed. You be sometimes we hooked up to stuff we don't know. We hooked up to a lot of bondage. Oh, yeah. We hooked up to, oh, this is my buddy over here. This is my friend. You don't know. You might be hooked up to a lot of bondage. Don't know what you hooked up to. And you won't know it to God free. When God free, you be like, Phew. I feel better. So much better. Since I laid my burden down. Didn't even know I had a burden. Amen. Your mind is free. Yes. You ain't got to worry about who like you, who don't like you, what they feel about you. Because you ain't involved in none of that mess. Yes. Amen. God says just keep your focus and keep moving. And you're free. And you're free indeed. You. It said, for we walk, we walk not in flesh, but we don't read about that. It said, for the weapon of warfare not corner, but mighty through God to pulling down the strongholds. Strongholds. It takes God to pull down strongholds. Strongholds is something that's got a hold on you that won't let go of you. Right. And most of the time, it's a mindset. It's something that the devil have deceived you and tricked you with, and you believe a lie of the devil, and you're stuck on that. And you need to be free. Amen? It, 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 a stronghold can be, uh, it can be a, a habit that you need deliverance from. It can be anything that's got a hold of you you can't shake free. When it says stronghold, that means you cannot shake free of that thing. Every time you look up, it's there. It's there. It's there. It looks like it won't go nowhere. Amen. Strongholds. Amen. Uh, strongholds, amen, push you in prison. It's a spiritual prison. A stronghold is, means you are, you are held captive. You are locked up with that thing. And nothing can set you free but the Holy Ghost. You might have to do some fasting and praying and seeking God to get your mind free. Sometimes you just got to, you don't have to, been did anything wrong. You just sometimes, you, you bound them your mind. 
your thinking is not clear. The devil loved to mess with our minds. I'm going to tell you in case you don't know. He loved to mess with the minds. Oh, he loved them. Because the reason he loves to mess with our minds is because our mind controls our actions. And he likes you to believe things that are not really true. They're not even there. And it says, that it said, uh, the weapons of our warfare are not quantum, but mighty through God, pulling down the strongholds. Pulling down the strongholds. God's the only one can help you and point out to you to make the Bible say you should know the truth and the truth should make you free. When God reveals truth to you, you stay in truth. You don't go back out of truth. You stay in truth so you can stay free. Amen. If God show you this is what it is and this is the way this situation is, if God give you a breakthrough, you hold on to that. You don't see it one minute and go back into that. Because the Bible says, who the Son set free is free indeed. So God could, you know, you can be bound with something in your mind for a long period of time. And this truth of God's word and of his spirit will just take and speak one word to you and set you free. You've been bound all that time, but you be free. Amen. That's how powerful his word is. Amen. Amen. So it says, uh, pulling down the strongholds, casting down imagination. I told you this thing is more in the mind. Casting down imaginations, imaginations, amen, cast down images, amen, amen, uh, in our thought life, our thought, thought life is like uh, images, amen, things that we see, we feel like we see and things we feel like we know that really are not there. You have no evidence that they're there. They appear to be real, but they're not real. It's like you imagine a vain thing, amen, you imagine something that's really not there. You know, that's why I tell people it's, it's imperative to tell things like they are. It's the Bible said, let your yay be yay and your nay be nay. Because if you don't tell things the way they are, you might be walking into a man. If you do it all the time, you might be uh, uh, walking in spirit of deception. You cannot, your comprehension is messed up. The devil's messed with your thought pattern. You know, he can mess with your thought pattern. And cause you to look at things and see things one way when they're actually this way. When it comes to be on the regular, you need deliverance. That means somewhere in your mind, you need deliverance. You ought to be able to tell something just like it is. Now, you might not be able to dot every I across every T, but you shouldn't tell it three or four or five ways because that's, a, that's a something going on in your thought pattern that you need to be set free from. And if you don't, be, you don't get free from that, that can go into something else. Amen. Devil don't want people to know that. Amen. That's why the Bible says, let your yea be yea and let your nay be nay. It says anything else is of evil. It will have you in deception land. Amen. Casting down every imagination. Imagination. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. God said, if there's anything in your mind, anything that exalts itself against my word, I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's a sickness, disease, whatever. Anything that's exalting itself, that's having dominion over you, God said, bring it down. Pray it down. Ask God to pull it down. Get it down for you. Because that thing is going to be a hover over you everywhere you go. Because they're casting down imaginations. And every, I remember years ago when I had, had first got saved or somewhere around that area. And I remember... I was living in apartments over there where I was living at, and I didn't know too much about things, uh, scriptures like this. I was just learning. And I remember, everybody know Charles Stanley? He's been around a long time, bless his heart. I think he just recently retired, but he's been teaching the word a long time. I, I don't know what people feel like, you know, think about him, whatever.
they think about them, that's them. I believe God. I believe he's a man of God. Amen. I, they, out of his belief, they believe, you know, some people don't believe like you believe, but I'm not going to put him down and all that. But I know he helped me that day. I was... I was wrestling with, I, don't, I can't even remember what I was wrestling with, but I know I was having a warfare going on for a while in my mind. I ain't know nothing about pulling down strongholds and all that. I went to church and stuff, but you don't learn everything at one time. I heard him speak that scripture, and, 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 and I had to, he, was pre, he was teaching, and, he, and I heard him say, the weapon of your warfare is not carnival, pulling down the strongholds. I was thinking, that's a something, stronghold is something that just won't go. It just keep bugging you, just can't stay there. And I'm like, huh. And so I heard the Lord speak to me. He said this, I was in my apartment, I think, I don't know if I was cooking or what, I stopped what I was doing, and I pulled me a chair and, and, and got down. The Lord said, get down on your knees and just cry out to me, and I did. And I witnessed the strongholds, whatever that was, it went. Amen. 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 So strongholds, has to be pulled down by the Holy Ghost. A lot of time we can have strongholds and don't know we have strongholds. Strongholds is some this linger. Almost, it's like a it just follows you everywhere. It's over you. It's just attached, attached to you. I don't want nothing attached to me. Don't 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 supposed to be attached to me. In my mind or anything, devil fight us all. Oh yes, he does. Casting down imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity. When you bring something to captivity, that means you capture it. Just like if you was fishing, I don't know too much about fishing, but if you gonna catch, you, you once you get that fish, you grab that fish and bring it in. The fish not flowing right around anymore. You bring that thought. You, you grab that thought, thought or whatever, and you capture it through the Holy Ghost, and you put a stop to it. Now, you have to turn on your plate sometime. Amen. You're praying, but that's good. But sometimes, if you got some stuff really bothering you, you need to fast. Not wait till the, 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 the pastor call it, but you need to fast. And fasting is not for the people think that we fast for the Lord. He don't, he don't need us to fast for him. You know, he did already did that when he was on earth. 40 days, 40 nights. He, he, don't, he don't need uh, us. He, not, we don't, he don't need us to do that for him. Fasting gets your flesh out the way. It crucifies your flesh. It lets you see. If you do it the right way, it lets you see. Watch this kind of, these kind of fasts that people do. I don't know what they kind of results get. It lets you see what you really are, who you really are. That's what the Bible speaks about. When you're fasting, you know, don't look at you, don't look in the mirror and don't look at yourself and walk away and say, that's not me. If God show you some things about yourself, say, that's me, that's ugly, and I want it off of me. And Lord, I pray, God show you you, not nobody else, you. Fasting, amen, keeps, uh, cleanses your spirit. Fasting, amen, clears, gives you clarity of mind. Clarity lets you see things the way God wants you to see things. Clarity brings a lot of strain and stress off of you. I'm not talking about fasting tonight, but I am talking about it. Fasting, amen, people don't talk about that, but fasting really helps. Your, it's like when they get ready to do a test or something, most times they tell patients not to eat and stuff because they want to be able to see what's going on the inside of the bee. They don't want nothing in the way. Clarity. Fasting give you clarity of mind, amen. Even you, whatever you do, I'm not telling nobody to go on no 40 day fast. Or, uh, just do do whatever you can do. Do it sometime though. I think every week somebody, we all should do some type of fasting. And you know, a fast is something that you call. 
You made up your mind. I'm a, you, you don't wake up in the morning and say, well, it's 12 o'clock. I've been on the fast. You didn't call that fast. You just, didn't get, you just ain't eating to 12. Call your fast. In other words, call it to the Lord. Lord, I'm fasting. I'm fasting today. Help me. I'm fasting until after lunch. I'm fasting until after dinner. I'm fasting a, a, a day or two. Whatever way you're I'm fasting, Lord. This is what I'm doing. Give me the strength to go through it. And while you're on the fast, you don't sit there and have all the pleasure and fun on your fast. That's not the fast God has chosen. The fast God has chosen that you do less as possible and keep your focus on Lord and make sure you pray on the fast so you won't break your fast. Cause that's been without food after a while, Amen. You ain't gonna do that too long. You gonna go. You gonna get off that fast. You gonna you gonna get off of it so fast you ain't know you got off of it. You'll be sticking fries and everything in your mouth real quick like you like you never even thought about a fast. Pray, pray before you fast. Pray as you go, cause the devil he will try to tempt you, y'all. Especially all the advertisements of food they bring, you see on TV. Amen. Or he let you smell some food from like, where's that coming from? You know, you wasn't cooking it. Some smells from somewhere. He won't even be here. He'll do all kinds of stuff. Oh, yes, he will. Amen. So, amen. It said, casting down the imagination, every high thing, there's all the stuff against the knowledge of God and bringing into every, bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. God said, bring all these thoughts, this stronghold. First, you got to recognize they strongholds. You got to recognize this is an issue. Uh, this is a battle on my mind. I need some help. You know, and some things like every time you throw it off, it come back. Every time you throw it off, it come back. It's time, like God, I need you to move this for me. And and, and Lord, if I if give me strength to fast or something, I, I need to get this off. It's about to drive me crazy. Amen. They say, Lord, to help you. Amen. And bringing every, uh, bring it to captivity. Amen. God don't want our thoughts to dominate us, but He wants us to dominate those thoughts. Pull them down. Uh huh. Yes, uh, you have to. You sometimes you have to open up your mouth and say, "Devil, you a liar." Now you can't be on the devil's turf and then talk about devil, you a liar. You better be on God's turf. When he, the devil would move, if you're on his turf, he ain't going nowhere. If you lying and and doing everything that he wants you to do, you are scheming. You know you're not. You know you one way in church, you somewhere else when you some other way when you get out, you're not real with God and everything. Devil ain't going nowhere. Because he told Peter, he said, and he told Peter, he said, uh, Paul, he said, he said, uh, uh, who was it? What was that? No, he told the, the uh, son of Cepheus. He said, Paul, I know. In other words, Jesus, I know. And he said, who are you? He recognized the spirit of God in us. He recognized the anointing of God in us. And you got to know who you are. So you can take authority over the situation. Amen. And it says, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Everything that's coming over against us that's trying to dominate and against what God is saying. What God, if it's trying to go over what God is saying in his word or God is saying to you, God has made you a promise. Well, everything trying to go over that, you got to say, I rebuke that in Jesus' name. And somebody said, well, I still follow. Keep on rebuking it. To your, somebody said to your rebuker, go out. Let's keep doing it. We pray about that one time and it didn't go, so I don't. Let's keep on saying, You're a liar, devil. That's strength. Every time you open your mouth, there's strength coming out of your mouth. You're a liar. You're a liar. You're a liar. Sometimes he try to back you up in the corner in your mind and your thoughts. Amen. What do you do? You got to, sometimes you got you to get so fed up with you got to come out swinging. You're a liar, devil. 
sometimes you you know you live alone you can do that you live with somebody that might call the police on you think you lose your mind and sometimes I say you get out of my house devil in the name of Jesus that's enough I, that means I've had enough you got to recognize where these thoughts where they where they coming from amen and it says um, amen and bringing into captivity every thought. God said bringing into captivity. It didn't say some thoughts. Bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. If it's not of God, bring it to uh, bring it make bring it to where it can be cause it to obey your voice. Obey what you're saying. Amen. And it says in verse six, it says, and having and having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience, be ready, amen, to attack everything that comes against you. Have Be ready, be quick. That means be quick to do it. Can't wait five days a week and let the devil beat you down to the ground. It's going to take a while for you to spring up, I'm going to tell you. As soon as you see the, the strategies the devil comes to you, start rebuking it right then. Have a readiness to rebuke. Amen. Rebuke. Amen. Having a readiness to avenge all disobedience or rebuke all disobedience. When your obedience is fulfilled, God said if you live living right, then your obedience is fulfilled, then you can rebuke the devil. If God's talking to you and you ain't hearing God, you don't have no power to rebuke the devil. But when you obey God yourself, you don't have to settle and take the things that the devil throw at you. Yet you rebuke that. Amen. And you just keep talking to God about it till it goes. Some things don't go right away. You just keep the God wants he just because they don't go right away. That don't mean God don't hear you. That don't mean God's not gonna take me. God just keep He won't see your persistence of standing on His word. Amen. Sometimes you go through stress for a long time because sometimes when you're going through a stress like that, most of the time, sometimes God don't let everything move out your way right there because He's working on you. He's using whatever the situation is and he's letting it work you. And when he gets when he sees that you are ready, amen, you have got the work that you need, then most time he will move. Most time, I don't know, I'm finding out myself. Sometimes we be crying out to God, oh God this, oh God that, oh God that, oh God that. And it seems like we just praying and like he it seems to us like, is he hearing me? Because the situation and I'm learning. You either praying not in faith and not looking for no expectation, or if you, if the situation ever changed, I come to the conclusion he working on you. If it ain't went nowhere, you ain't you're not praying with faith. You praying with your mind, maybe washing dishes or doing other stuff while you're down there. Your mind not focused. And if it's not that, God is working on you through that situation. Sometimes God won't move people that, that, that really disturb you real bad. He won't move them, not right away. When you get through working, whatever he won't work out of you, then he'll move them. And most time, it's a time when you think not, he move them. He lets you keep going through the same thing till you learn a lesson. It was a situation that happened to me this morning. It wasn't nobody in the house. That's me. I, I got a bad habit to do. I guess sometimes I don't pay no attention. I think sometimes... I guess, you know, I don't believe everything on, or older because some people, they're young, they do stuff. But sometimes you can have so many things. I'm doing this, and sometimes I do that. I do this over here in the house, then I'm going over here doing that. And I used to do that and be all right, but I learned I can't do that. 
and I thank God for let me see it before it got too late. I came in the bathroom. My sink was running over with water. And I said, huh? I wasn't going that long. The water just running running in my, uh, I didn't even have stopper in the sink. I guess my, the rag got caught in there somewhere. The rag was the stopper. And I, and I came in there. And I was already expecting somebody to come back and give me estimate. I'm already rushing through the house and stuff trying to get. And I said, oh, my God. I, I didn't. Well, she's been getting mad. I did it. <laughs> you know what? They haven't cussed, and then you've been cussing. I had, I had no, no, no frustration. No, I just said, Lord. And I just, I said, you know, I went on real quick trying to. Look, I ain't never moved that quick. I'm moving trying to get this water up. I went and got the gap mop, and I, I come and gave me a smaller mop, but a bigger mop too big to be trying to squeeze out. I grabbed the big one this time. I was just trying to get this stuff up. And I said, and I was thinking in my mind, Lord, you you can tell, let me know about this water. I'm thinking myself in the second I heard the Lord say, You gotta learn, don't do that. <laughs> you know, God, He will like He'll let you go through something. He'll stop that. You know, He just stop because I did that before, but it was in the kitchen. <laughs> a long time ago. I did that in, in the, the, and that would have been a real big that, that kitchen's a big big thing and big would really been there. But Lord, does he let some get on the floor this time, yeah. And it was said, I was trying to help because I said, I don't want to get all the, get all in the bathroom. So I was trying to get it up. Then Lord, he's so sweet. He, I, I took, I'm going to take, like this. I'm trying to get it like it was taking, you know, I was working on the railroad all the live on day. I was just trying to, and the Lord said, this go get a big towel. I said, thank you, Lord. Word of knowledge. I've been, it probably would have gotten the other part of the time I got my shit doing it. I grab a towel like that. Are you sure I'm going to do I grab another big towel? I got that stuff up. <laughs> Amen. I'm just saying, God will sometimes, we can think, but the Lord, why did He let me do that? Why did He, you know, something, we, you know, God, you know, we, he, we're human beings, but He don't, uh, you know, He doesn't do us like clones. That's, you do what I say, go here, do that, do that, control our life. He will let you do stuff, especially if he, you know, dealing with you. Don't do it. He'll let you go on and do it. So you learn. I said, and um, this evening I had, I turned the water on. And I said, oh, turn that water off. I got bad. I said bad. Sometimes you get bad habits. Don't know what you got. Bad habits. Amen. And I said, Lord. I pray that that never happened. I hope. I pray I learned a lesson. See, so we do we talk to God that way? No. Oh Lord, oh God, Lord, did let you go through this thing. Like, did you learn a lesson? It's like a child. They don't. They don't. You don't teach them. They won't learn. You got. You can't be there for their every beck and call. They have. You have to teach them. So God, Amen. He said, "And having a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled, Amen." The weapon of our warfare and not corner. We need to learn to pick up our weapons, Amen. We'll talk more about it down the road, but we need to learn to pick up our weapons and use them. And Amen. In the book of Ephesians, we'll be talking about that down the road. We need to learn what those weapons are and pick them up and use them. And I believe that if we do that, we have less less care upon us, less 
less stress upon us. Amen. I'll be saying to the Lord, I, you know, I always have prayed about them pretty much. I pray about pretty much everything, but even the more, the older I get, I pray about stuff. I've got stuff, really, I do. I, I don't want to uh, put myself in harm's way no type of way. I don't want to put myself, I always tell the Lord, Lord, I don't want to put myself in harm's way. Anything that I'm not aware of, that I, you know, especially if I need to pray about something I'm not for sure about, I just, that I just don't want to put myself in harm's way. I don't want to be getting into it with people. I don't want to have clashes. I don't, I, I'm never one like clashes, no way. I don't want, I want to, you, you try to get along with everybody, but you do the best you can. If you see there's troubles, clashes, amen, ask God for wisdom. Amen. Amen. The wisdom. So you could you, you need your strength. You need your strength. I need my strength. You need we're dealing with a lot out here. We live dealing with a lot down here. We need our strength. We don't need to be stressed out in our minds. We don't need to be stressed out. It's enough stress down here on earth. We need amen. It'll mess your sleep up. It'll mess you up in many ways. Amen. We, 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 anytime you feel yourself feeling kind of tied up or going through and everything, amen, ask God to help you. Don't, don't stay in that condition. Ask God to help you. And I realize sometimes when you ask God to help you, sometimes you just got to pull off to yourself and pray and seek the Lord. Amen. I believe I'm done. Amen. 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 And we thank the Lord. Amen. We got to pick up those weapons more and use them. Amen. Spend some more time before the Lord in prayer. Start your day off with prayer. 